Hello listeners, Dan here from A Bit Spursy. If you would like to watch this episode, please head to youtube.com forward slash at A Bit Spursy. We'll also have all the links up on our website as well at abitspursy.com. Tottenham topple the champions on day one. Hello, how are you? Welcome back to A Bit Spursy for this week. My name is Barney. My name is Dan. And this podcast is about Donovan Hotspur, baby. <laughs> the mood is good. The mood is good. What a week for the club. <laughs> People would check into this and be like, what, do they win like the League and Champions League and <laughs> did, like the World Cup at the same yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. What happened? happened? Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, we just beat a team, Manchester United. <laughs> yeah. Second game of the season, one draw, one win. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Four points. Uh, it's very, very buoyant. Very, very buoyant. Um, mm. And this was, I guess we'll get straight into the game. Yep. This was a, a very painful time to watch of 2.30 a.m. Oh, horrendous. Which I was a little bit touch and go, but you seemed pretty, like you were all in the whole Oh, time, I was right? all in. Yeah. yeah. All in. I don't know why, but I was. Yeah. What did I have the next day? Nothing. That yeah. would be why. <laughs> that would be why I was all in. Two. I don't remember the last 2.30 that we had. We have two or four or, but I can't remember a 2.30. I can't remember. The only one I recall, it might've been not even last season, season before, but I think it was West Ham and it was like a 3.30 or something uh, like yep, that. I remember that. Um, and that was, did we win that game? I don't know. We might've won or a draw or something, but regardless, 3.30 yeah. is just off yeah. the table. Well, it's, um, I was having a conversation with, and now I can't remember who it was. It was someone at work and we were talking about how offensive it feels when, when they play poorly or it sort of just doesn't look uh, like everyone's giving their full effort, regardless of, you can't tell. Like um, they've individually, they've slighted you they've personally. They've like, <laughs> been like, watch this, bro. It's 2.30 <laughs> in the morning and we're not even running very hard. Yeah. Just say he was winking at the camera. He was winking at the camera when <laughs> yeah. he didn't try that. <laughs> yeah. Did the commentator just say, fuck you, Barney? <laughs> what the hell? Um, yeah. So it was so great to uh, see them play so well. Yeah. And I even fell asleep with a few minutes to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good because it's mm. like, oh, comfortable here. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's just uh, go for a kip here. Is this, did we have nine minutes at the end of the game as well? I think we did for this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I fell asleep, missed the end. Did yeah. we have a, uh, tell yeah. me some specifics. What yeah, were the subs sure, sure, minute? sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't think of a time where I felt so pleased it was like eating a big warm meal. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what a team, what a coach. Asleep. It's great. It's a little lullaby that's yeah. just put you off to It was really nice. Off to slumber. It's it was really it was really good. Like even from just like tuning in and watching the very, very start, it felt like there was an energy about the place. Mm -hmm. Which is very hard for us to like completely quantify. Yeah. Seeing that we are watching it through a screen mm. and an audio of like versus yeah. <laughs> Like there's a difference, but it's sometimes pretty hard to tell yep. of what the actual feeling is like in the ground. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it did, it did feel like that. And, uh, you know, I think we said last week we were talking about, oh, will there be, um, you know, what would the atmosphere be like? Or maybe we didn't talk about this in the podcast, but did in a conversation, I don't know, um, where because of the protest, I think, which, you know, rightful protest, is there going to be a bit of a weird vibe? And there wasn't at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all like there were a fair few people at the protest. So yeah. I feel like it was handled, it sounds weird to say this, but like the protest was handled very professionally. Mm -hmm. Um, and it seemed like that toxicity didn't make it not, well, no, it seems like no toxicity, uh, came up during the game yep. from the protest behind, which yep. I think is great. Great. Yeah. Like, by all means before games. So like in support of that, mm. um, you know, speak up on issues, especially like ticket prices and things like that. Mm. Um, but then once we get into the game, we're like fully behind the players and, and you know, everyone else. And, and yeah, yeah, it was, it was so lovely. And like the TIFO welcome to N17. That was very nice. Yeah, that was too. great. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. I think because the actual issue 
doesn't really have toxicity to it. Like it's like, well, why are you putting up the, why have we got such expensive tickets? Mm. It allows it to not then, this is a complete, I'm just literally making this up as I go along, <laughs> but it's a theory. Uh, it meant that, you know, cause people are there for the purpose of that. And then they'd watch Spurs. There's no like, but that Levy, like extra, whatever, like ever sure. There's surely no Tottenham, uh, match going fan. That's like, why are they protesting? I love the price of the tickets. Yeah. There's an anti-protest on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Like more higher yeah. prices, higher, higher, higher prices. Um, but yeah, the game itself, just so it's, I still am having to like wrap my head around the way that we play. Yeah. Cause it's been so long since we've done anything even resembling what we're doing at the moment. And so I, I spend the whole game, which is great in this state of like surprise. <laughs> Cause I'm like, Oh, there's no, we're like, we're not sitting back. We're trying to be aggressive, uh, on the front foot. What, uh, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, it's like this is not uh, this is not Tottenham. Something's going on. Yeah, something's going on here. Something's gonna happen at some stage. Everyone's just gonna pull their masks off and like Scooby Doo us all. Yeah, yeah, and every player will be Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every single one. Well, Scooby Doo is the, the 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 talent in the football world, which has just mm. never been realised. Yeah, yeah, clones of Scooby Doo. <laughs> we're damn. We're like five minutes in. How we? Um, this but, is where we need to be. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have, like, we don't go into uh, a lot of tactical analysis yeah, on this yeah. show. So Yeah, but we haven't even mentioned an event in the game. We're <laughs> saying that every player on the field is actually Scooby-Doo in a face mask. That's great. It's insightful. <laughs> insightful <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we maybe just blew someone's mind. <laughs> Try watching the next game. And thinking about the fact that actually every player is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, try and get that out of your head now. Yeah, try and watch a game again. That's right. We ruin football for you. <laughs> I, would... <coughs> I would love it if there was someone out there who's genuinely like, guys, you've actually ruined this for me. I can't. I can't stop thinking about this. Yeah, every time I, I see them celebrating, all I can think about them is saying, Scooby-Doo-Doo! <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do it. Because it's like when, if someone points out an error to me in like a, a TV show or a movie or something like that, as soon as they point it out, I'm fixated. Yep. And I can't, I can't look past it. Yep. And it could be the most inconsequential thing. Mm. Um, but then it just, it just distracts and then I'm, I'm done. Like the yep. whole world of that movie is broken now. Yep. Shattered. Yep. Shattered. The, um, what's it called when you, when you're watching something and you just suspend your disbelief. Yep. Your disbelief about. Who really is playing the football games? <laughs> Gone. Look, it might not be actually that far fetched. Like in a in a short while, you know, maybe I don't know if Disney own the rights to Scooby Doo. No problem. Mm, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I know who owns the rights to Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, you've tried to buy them multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried. I just want them. I just want them. Velma, Fred, Daphne, Shaggy. Those is that all of them? Uh, Scrappy Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Well, look, we could have a crossover coming up soon. That would be great. I'd be into that. You just completely eclipse all my Scooby Doo knowledge. <laughs> that, well, I've run out of mine. So <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that's right. This year, I'm going to be getting a Tottenham shirt with the name Scooby Doo. <laughs> what number does Scooby Doo have? Oh, six, six, six. <laughs> I wonder if at the club shop they get those like orders in, um, and the like. Do, do they just do anything that you ask for? They must. They must do. They yeah, must. <laughs> they must. Probably if it's unless it's like say like racist home focus something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I'd hope that they step in and draw the line there. Yeah. But then yeah, anything else? It's like, uh, is this a is this a correct order? It says Scooby Doo six six six. I could do that at a Son Seven in the same one. I. Um, oh, I like this. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and you're on the, the Discord, um, if uh, five people write on the Discord, Barney, you should get the Scooby-Doo <laughs> shirt, I'll do it. Five people is not a lot. That's not <laughs> Five is 5th of December is my birthday. I like the number five. <laughs> yeah, the shirt is going to have 666 on it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I mean, it won't be... Any worse, like my previous three season shirts are as follows. Hoybier, right? He played a great season that season, so that was fine. 
winks. <laughs> and <laughs> Delhi. <laughs> so Scooby-Doo 666 really, it kind of doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> I feel like Hoy Vera Deli, like you can make the arguments for, for various reasons. Yeah. Yep. Um, Wix is definitely, that, that was you going big. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, I was trying to put the, you know, the energy out there that he would, you know, really have a great season. He did not. He yeah. did not. He was, yeah. I think why I find that so funny as well is when we usually talk about like, well, oh, what shirt are we going to get yeah. this year? Um, and side note on that, I think I'm actually going to go blank because oh. I, I can never decide. But when we do talk about it, mm. um, if I'm like, oh, maybe Son or something, mm. then mm. you'll be like, oh, damn it, I can't get Son. Mm. And like, it's like we have to get different ones there. Yeah. And then that one, you, you just go on winks as if it's like, <laughs> no, going to be no competition <laughs> no, for this no, one. No, not <laughs> an issue. I never got a cane. Oh, no, I do have one cane shirt, actually. Um, but I haven't got a Son one. Yeah. See, I've got a Son one. I feel like once you do it once, maybe you... You move on, but I also could be tarnished the fact that my green one has Ndombele on the back. Ah, yeah, true. And I'm like, he's got a beautiful goal in it. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm going for the more like casual wear, mm-hmm. no player. I support the whole team, man. Oh, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I don't have favorites. That's amazing. You should get everyone's name on the back. <laughs> Just <laughs> every number. Every number and everyone's name. That would be sweet. Including Edge Postacoglu. Yeah, absolutely. You should get it. What's the most Australian number? Oh, oh. Um, seven. Seven? Let's say seven. Let's say seven. Yeah. Is that a popular footy number in AFL? Yeah, it is. And it's also, um, isn't there seven states and territories and also seven stars on the Australian flag? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. I'm very impressed by the knowledge of seven and the cultural relation to Australia there. Yeah, I've been reading about numerology and scoop <laughs> 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 It's good. That's what we need more of on this, uh, on this pod. Great. Um, yeah. Number seven. And has anyone bought, someone must've bought an Antipostacoglu shirt. I think I've definitely seen one on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And it just had zero, zero on it. Okay. It's like, I guess you feel if you get the name, you have to get a number Mm. underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but zero, zero Antipostacoglu. It almost seems like a rival having a dig over like not winning any double zero. <laughs> He's double nothing. Double nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of does. But also, I get it. Yeah, it's like blank, but without blank. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> you're getting you're getting a six 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 Scooby Doo. Well, we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love this whole time you've actually already pre ordered it, yeah. and that's why your entry level is so low. I'm just trying to, to get like an excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for ordering a six six six, can you even get three numbers though? That's actually a big. You know, you know. No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I do already ne- ordered. I haven't ordered it. I do need to look that up because I don't want to get six six, because then it's like that's a weird like Trent Alexander Arnold type of yeah. I don't crossover. want that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'll have to um, I have to look it up. Maybe I'll get forty five. Balotelli. <laughs> no, because Vinicius wore 45. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and you hated yeah. it, so then I'll get it. Yeah, I hate I hate the silly high numbers mm. for for no reason. How do you feel about Van de Ven? He's 37? Yeah. 37 starting to push it. Yep. But I could see the argument of like all the good numbers under that were taken. Yep. Maybe he loves seven. Mm. Maybe he's a secret Australia fan. Yeah, true. And he believes in the numerology as well. True. And seven is taken by Son. Yep. 17 is taken by... Another player. Who does wear 17? Is it Romero? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, good call. Uh, 27 was Lucas. Yep. But now has been burned. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, yeah, 37. 37. It's always weird. I, like, you hear these interviews of players and it's like, why'd you go for 37? They're like, well, uh, 3 plus 7 equals 10. Yeah. And I see myself as more of a number 10 of a centre-back. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah it makes a lot of like, sense, bro. <laughs> yeah. Don't you get it? That's how it all kind of... So Tottenham Hotspur played yeah. Manchester United. <laughs> um, what was your favourite uh, favorite event of the game? Was there anything in particular that you, you walked away from it and went, yeah, that was great? Um, I'd say there were a couple of Basuma moments. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, it's combined with like, winning the ball back and then going on a little run 
And he did like, I think there were two times in the box. Like one, he played that like, um, like back heel flick through Casemiro's legs, I think. Yep. Um, and we didn't quite score from it, but it was like, all right, we're, we're starting to, we're starting to like take the piss a little mm-hmm. bit with him now. Yep. And then there was another time where he just dribbled through a couple of players yeah. as well. And it just reminds me, it's like every time you see him, it's like, I still just can't believe how good of a player he actually is. Mm. The fact that he can defensively, he's so sound, mm. um, plays with such intensity, wins the box so well, holds onto it, breaks forward. But then also if he does come up into trouble, um, like when we're comparing to like Dembele, for example, like Dembele was good in terms of like, he could kind of drop the shoulder and go past someone, but Dembele wouldn't be as great if he was in a really tight space with two or three players around him. Mm. Whereas Basuma mm. just shows like uh, his touch is unbelievable. I'm going to have to fact check you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I remember that being like Dembele being unreal in like really tight spaces in the midfield and he'd mm. somehow come away with the ball and you'd be like, what? Tight spaces though. Like maybe we need some Dembele clips then. Yeah. I could also be having like some revisionist mm. thing where I'm like, mm, I assume it's better than Dembele. Yeah. I mean, let's go with it. I'm happy <laughs> to go with it because we've been hero worshiping Dembele for too long. He was obviously yeah. a hero, but let's just, yeah, let's run with it. Basuma's better. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just maybe like just in my mind, I can't recall Dembele like approaching the, say the top of the box and then like. He didn't score. That was going past a couple of players there and yeah. getting into a really threatening mm. position then. Yeah. But definitely from deep, like turning on the ball and like mm. getting past players then for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Basuma, I'm like, this guy's worth a hundred mil. Yeah. And I don't think that's an overstatement mm. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's unreal. But I guess the main issue is that he just can't understand Conte's tactics. Mm. He just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, seems to have picked up Andrews pretty well. <laughs> Two man of the matches in a row. Yeah. 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 He's, um, I think I saw a comment there and it was some reporter talking about like, yeah, someone like Basuma, like you've just got to let them have fun when they play yeah, and just trust that their natural abilities, Mm. obviously still you work on things, but like trust that naturally they can do all the basic things and you don't have to micromanage it. Yeah. And then just give them that freedom. Mm -hmm. And then this is how they end up playing. Yeah. Yeah. You trust that whatever they've, you know, for how many years they've played, that all those things are, are there and yeah. they can do it. Um, yeah. Which is kind of like what Kulisevsky, I think, said in this game too. Um, he was like, oh, it would, it's nice to be able to play football and have fun. <laughs> like, oh. And I think he's like, I think I play pretty well. I just need to get, you know, add some goals into my game and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but it's like, yeah, you're hearing players talk about actually having fun again. Yeah, that's wild. Which is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, what about your, what's the moment, a standout well, moment for you? Um, I mean, Basuma's game, I agree. Definite standout moment. Uh, Saar's mm. game mm. was just fantastic. Um, he's coming of so age good. game? Coming of age game. Let's say it is. Yeah. yeah, let's go with it. Loved him. Like he was so, and like I, when he played last season, there was always like, oh, this guy's actually pretty good. And then I, you're right. This was like a, oh no, he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, that's with or without the goal. Yeah. Like he was fantastic. Um, I was surprised at how well Poro played. Yeah. Um, and I, I like, obviously you always look at the lineup when it comes out and I don't know what I, I think I've gotten so used to maybe Conte's team selection that I just kind of glance over it and I'm like, yep. Cool, same. So I didn't realize until the game started. And then I was like, what the hell? Same with Saar. Um, but yeah, he he wasn't an absolute disaster, which was good. Um, you know, there was one moment where he, you know, turned out of our back line and lost the ball. But in Andrew's system, like he wants that. So it's not so much of a sin. I love that. Andrew's like, give it away, Pe- Pedro. Give it away. Give it away. Give, give it, it away. away. Do some spins and give it away. Concede a chance now. <laughs> yeah. People need to see a flaw in the system. Yeah. Um, also, we have the fastest backline in the galaxy. It's it is ridiculous. Incredible. Yeah. Which is why I think as well, Poro did change my mind from this performance. I know it's only one game, mm. but uh, before this, I did see, I was like, oh, Poro's in. 
wow, that's possibly a risk mm. because man, you do have some pretty pacey players mm -hmm. that could hit us on the counter in theory. Yeah. Um, and I did think like, wow, this is, this is, this is the first time I think we're, we're seeing like, you know, doggy and Poro mm. together. That could be all out brilliance or mm. it could like lead us down a really dodgy path. Yeah. But I was, I'm all in on it now. Yeah. I'm hoping it works <laughs> out like how it worked out for Rose where he was always pretty good going forward and he was quick and his defensive game wasn't great. And then, you know, when he was at his peak, um, his defensive game really caught up and you knew if he was running towards our own, our goal, he could make up ground and then put in a smart tackle and not give away, you know, a free or get himself carded or whatever. And my hope is that the same thing happens with Poro where it's now not like, Oh, oh he's going to defend. It's like, you have some trust that what he'll do will be good. Yeah. And I feel like maybe this, and this is all just speculation uh, for us here, but, uh, and hopeful speculation, but maybe the fact that if we are defending in a far more open manner, which obviously a lot riskier, but maybe that might suit Poro's game a little bit more because if he does have the pace to catch up and as long as he can't, doesn't get skinned one-on-one -on -one all the mm. time, he's not going to be facing as many high balls in the air over the top, which I think kind of caught him out a little bit yeah. last season. Yeah. Um, and so may like, cause it's going to be a lot of going down the line and cutting back, mm. um, and scoring that way. So yeah, I don't know. It could work. And mm. Vicario as well. I was really impressed with in this one. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. I, I know that there's been a lot of hand wringing about him and I just, without even looking him up or anything, didn't have any feelings either way because we've had how many, you know, second keepers over the last that have either been built to be really good or not. And it's all just sort of been this weird middling kind of, so I just was like, I'm not going to have an opinion. But now I do. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's, it was, it was so good. Like he made a couple of really nice saves mm. and just on, on the ball, we just look, it's really hard to talk about Spurs at the moment. Like it shouldn't be, but it's hard given how we're used to talking about them for like two years or more. Yeah. Um, and now to just be like, oh, all right, we've like, we've got to change all of our vocab that we've been using for the last couple of years to mm. now talk about this team because they're just so completely different. Yeah. And they play in such a different manner. Mm. Um, and it's just so fun. It's just yeah. so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. Um, Madison, again, was fantastic. Like, w what a signing. It just feels so good to, I said this last week, but to bring someone in and just be like, yep, they are really good. Yep. Yeah, cool. That's what we thought. It's not a surprise. It's not any, it's just like, yep, they're as good as we thought they were. Yeah. Um, what did you think of, uh, you mentioned Kulisevsky before. What did you think of his game? I actually thought he played, uh, a bit better this week. Yeah, me too. Um, and yeah, like sure. If we can start getting a, a, a couple more goals out of him, if mm. he's going to be playing like and starting all the time there, but he, he played the cross that got deflected and Saar put away, didn't he? Was that him or Madison? I thought it was Kulisevsky. Oh, no, that was Kulisevsky. Yeah. Because I thought it was like Kulisevsky, we're like, ah, oh, he can only cut in and go with his left. <laughs> yeah. And then he went right. Yeah. And then like played it in with his right. And mm. I was like, hello, yeah, Decky. Yeah, nice. And then I, I love it if after the game, Decky's like, yeah, you know, my whole career, I've just been pretending I can't go right. Yeah. But now I've used that one move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now I'll be going back to left only. Yeah. Left only. Mm hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but I thought that was like really impressive. Like I'm, I'm still so behind Kulisevsky. Mm, me too. I feel like he's been a player that some fans have wanted to like cut off as soon as like his form started dropping a bit last season. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, he's actually not that good. Bloody Paratici <laughs> yeah. screwed us over. Yeah. Where I'm just like, well, I think he's still really good. Yeah. And I think he'll start flourishing a lot more in this system and it's, kind of good that we've got a player who we can get the ball to and they really do hold it up well and they will get past people with strength yeah. rather than just needing to use pace. Yeah, exactly. And technical ability. Like he's got that. I, I think the, A, the hesitation when he first came in and, and B, like you said, people wanting to sort of turn on him as quickly as possible is a product of him being a big dude who looks like he's kind of lumbering about, but he's actually quicker than he looks. Mm. He's not 
He doesn't have like this real slick footballer's haircut. Yeah. He's not like, you know, it's none of that stuff. So it's kind of like, well, he's not flashy in that way, mm. even though his play is flashy. Yeah. Um, he's not Hollywood. He's not Hollywood enough for these people. Yeah. They want Brad Pitt out there <laughs> kicking the ball. They want, they want Scooby-Doo out there <laughs> kicking the ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> Son, I, I really enjoyed watching Son this week. Yeah. Mm. Son was, uh, Son was great as well. Uh, and... Again, it's it's almost like our forwards are going to be judged a lot on if they score or if they don't, but I think it's it's going to take a little bit of, little bit of time to get that sort of gel and cohesion going. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Son much better. Played a lot more like I think as as a captain, mm. taking a bit more responsibility. Yep. Um, and wasn't there a there was that really nice move where he did sort of drift inside and mm. go through and almost score. Mm. Uh, I think it's I think everyone played better. Which I mean is pretty obvious to see, but like, yeah. but everyone did play better. I didn't think there was a player where I was like, mm, they, there. I've still got like question marks over them. Mm. Um, like, like it just seemed really positive. Yeah, yeah. I what agree. about Richarlison? He's the one that mm. some people are still going in on. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? I I thought he to get to get, showing my cards. Mm. Uh, I thought he actually did did all right. Yeah, and he had some nice hold up moments. Mm. Um. But I know there have been some other people who just like, get him out of the club. He's rubbish. He's not Harry Kane. Mm. Where do you sit on the Richarlison scale of like rubbish or Kane? (laughs) Where do I sit there? And is it a binary or is it, I can pick somewhere along? You can plot anywhere on this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) I think I'm still happy to give him more time. Like I think it's not just a him problem. I think it's a front line. You know, it's not like Son and Kulisevsky are, absolutely bagging in goals, mm. um, or Madison, but they're, you know, becoming, once they become more and more effective, I think the idea being, I guess that the striker doesn't need to be Harry Kane mm. because you've got all these options around him. But also there were a couple of times where Richarlison was, you know, like just almost there and then it didn't happen. And I think just keep on, unless he's a burden to the team which he's not at this point. It's not like he's getting all these chances and fluffing all of them or he doesn't track back or he's not um, a good teammate or, you know, there's nothing like that. So um, just sort of leaving it for a bit I think is a good idea. Also, you know, like we're so chipper this week, but it reminds me of Pochettino's first year where, do you remember we beat QPR 4-0? It was like three games in and we went to the top of the league. And then it became not from Spurs fans, but punditry being like, is this Tottenham's year? New coach? And then, you know, then we were crap for, um, (laughs) and obviously beating United is a little bit different than beating QPR. But I think it's important to remember this. If we have a couple of games where it doesn't go that well. It's like, Yeah. yeah, but you know, they've already shown, this performance as evidence of, and not that it was perfect, but just like it worked. Yeah. And I I think what was really nice to see was, um, to get just a little bit into tactics territory. Oh, here we go. Uh, was it does seem that Ange does change things up a bit at halftime. Um, cause I didn't notice it as much when first watching the game, but then reading about it afterwards, they were saying that like Son wasn't getting as involved in the first half, so ended up dropping him a little bit deeper and trying to play more like triangles with like Doggy Madison mm. and stuff like that. Um, and then it, that just clicked so much more in the second half. Mm. And so it really does feel like um, uh, Postacoglu does make much more proactive changes. Yeah. And I had been wondering like, why is Mila Yedinak not allowed on the bench? In the games, but then apparently he sits up in the stands for the first half, oh. does some like analysis, sends it to, you know, whatever video analysis crew they have, mm. uh, in order to provide Ange with stuff to change at halftime wow. and all of that. So I'm like, that is really, really great to see that, uh, even if Ange has like a way that he wants to play, he's still mm. willing to make adjustments mm. as we go through, mm. um, that can change games for the better. Yeah, totally. And he's not compromising his system by making those changes. He's just tweaking it to get hopefully the best outcome. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that uh, Mila Yednak was up in the sky, the eye in the sky. <laughs> I noticed like the, the last, uh, the Bournemouth game in this game, 
I was just like, Millet is not on the bench. What's going on? Yeah. Is there a falling Uh-oh. out? Or is Millet like, no, nah, I don't do match day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've done enough of those. It's <laughs> but like you say, eye in the sky. Yeah. Got Millet up. I'd love it if he's sitting up on the skywalk, just yeah. like looking down. He's like, I want the big, the, the biggest bird's eye view possible. I want, yeah. I want to be able to see. I want people to look like ants yeah. below me. <laughs> His piece of paper flying everywhere. <laughs> like yeah. Takes him 25 minutes to get down from the harness <laughs> yeah. and everything. He's, yeah, because he's so like he's like clutching the rail. <laughs> but then when he sits down, he's all right. But up and down take a long time. So there's like a 10-minute window of analysis that he <laughs> that provides. He do, yeah. But they, that 10 minutes, though, is <laughs> yeah. wow. Uh, it is really good. <laughs> it's really good, that 10 minutes. Um, I'm trying to think of – oh, I mean, obviously my other favourite moments was seeing um, – Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez, crack it. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, seeing all the United players look frustrated. That was hilarious. That was great. There's a clip, I think it's on No Context Tottenham Hotspur or something like that of, I think I sent it to you, of um, Madison and Mount talking and then doing the whole like hands over their mouth. And then Madison laughs and walks off and <laughs> Mount's face just like drops. And he looks so unhappy. It's so funny. I, I'm obsessed with it. I love those interactions. They're normally like, hey, hey, mate, how you doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love playing against you. You're a really nice guy. I love it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But then that instance, Madison's just got stuck into me. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what, because they, <laughs> it's so funny. Like he looks like he's just lost everything. Yeah. In some kind of accident, some kind of natural <laughs> disaster. It's really, really good. You should seek it out if you haven't seen it. I love that there's, it's like, yeah, he's like, he stepped in some goo at the training ground or something (laughs) and it's just removed all of his footballing ability. Yeah. I don't even remember him playing. Yeah. It's. I actually don't remember him touching the ball. I know he did, but. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible because when he was, even not when, not when he was breaking through at Chelsea, but once he'd sort of established himself a little bit there. And was playing. There were a lot of comments online of like, uh, Mason Mount, uh, I wouldn't swap him for Harry Kane. Like he's, and you'd expect obviously Chelsea fans yeah. to like be like that, but they were making unnecessary comparisons to Harry Kane when no one was asking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't, don't even play the same position. So. Yeah. <laughs> In case anyone was wondering, I wouldn't swap uh, Mount for Harry Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Sure, cool. sure. Sure. Harry Kane's definitely much better, but like. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Cool. But then he's just had such a fall. Still. Man, you were like, you know, he's worth 60 million pounds. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I really, I really don't see what player they have there. Mm. Mm, I don't, I don't see that. Also, it was so good. When Ericsson came on, I was like, oh, no. like, Tottenham curse, something's going to happen. But he was so crap and also was so lackluster on the defending yeah. for the, own goal slash uh, gentle Ben goal. And I was like, ha ha. <laughs> like, ooh, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a nice photo of like Ben uh, and like Ericsson's heads just in the frame <laughs> as well. And he's just there just looking, mm. seeing it happen. Um, I know Ericsson is a little bit older as as we all age. I don't, time, but, but he yeah. looks like about 15 years older than when he <laughs> left us. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. He looks, he looks so old now. So much older. Yeah. Yeah, he left a sprightly young man. Yeah. And now he's got a pacemaker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are going to be like, that actually ages you a lot, Dan. So that's Yeah, actually, that's really insensitive because it actually ages you up like five years. So, um, yeah, well, because he was losing his hair since he was like 23. Yeah. And now he's finally shaved it off and that's really, that's done it. He's real committed to it. Yeah. I feel though when players do that, when they are, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I just get emotional talking about Yeah, this. yeah, of course, of course. Um, when they're kind of your more flair creative players, usually when they like all shave it off, it's like when they've changed position and it's mm. like they're going from like, oh, I used to be like a, a sort of forward winger. Now I'm a defensive midfielder. And like, yeah, now I'm tough. That's why I don't have hair, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Take all the fun out of the game. I'm like, I'm Thomas Gravison now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He should wear a wig. He should wear- <laughs> I'm thinking Marge Simpson. <laughs> I'm thinking Judge's wig. Elvis Presley. I just love the idea that Eric sits in the change room before the game. He's like, Eric, 
I've got three wigs to try. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mark Simpson, <laughs> Judge, <laughs> Elvis Presley. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? He's yeah. like, uh, Christian, you were starting. Now you're on the bench. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody get rid of these wigs. <laughs> That would be so great to see, like, when players warm. I'm always curious when the camera's on them and you see them, like, getting ready to come on, like, mm. what little things they do. Like, so if they, they obviously change at the top and, and put that on, but then if they're, like, pulling another pair of socks on over mm -hmm. theirs or just what, like, rolling their socks up over their knees and things like that. I would love it so much if you see Christian there just, like, attach. And he has to get, like, people on the bench. Like, I guess he Harry Maguire to, like, put in the pins and, like, adjust it for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then it takes a while, and then he gets to the edge, and Ten Hag's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, everyone saw you come out without the wig on. You like, can't. It's like... What are you doing? Your, your head at the moment looks fine. Yeah. It looks fine. It suits you. Like, hmm. Hmm. me. That's what he calls Ten Hag. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, jeez. Sure. Um, it is. I, I saw there was um, Chris Cowan put up a video after the game, uh, and it was just uh, on top of the tunnel seeing all the players go out. Oh, cool. Um, which was just, it was interesting. So there was one, oh, when Ten Hag, for some reason, when Ten Hag comes through, there's fans going like, boo. <laughs> but then it's like when like Rashford comes through, people are like, oh, Rashford, signature, autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then it was like, you saw all the, um, gradually all the staff and, and all our players come, come out. And that's where I saw, um, yet an axe. I was like, oh, he's around uh, somewhere. Yeah. But then it was interesting seeing all the players that were like out of the squad. So it was like Spence, um, and like Brian Hill was there. Mm -hmm. They were like pretty much everyone that's still on our books that isn't on the squad. So they must all sit right behind the bench. Yeah. Um, but mm. they still go through the tunnel and everything. Oh. And then I was like, this is really interesting. There's no Ndombele. Oh. Uh, but then, like, two minutes after they had all gone, Ndombele comes out <laughs> and just, like, um, <laughs> goes through. So I, I feel like, I don't know, in, in terms of, like, players moving now, mm. um, I don't know if you've seen the club website. It's quite funny. They've updated all the photos of everyone. Oh. Everyone's happy. Ndombele is giving a death stare <laughs> to the Fantastic. Camera. It's yeah. like, he just wants to go. Like, mm. I really hope that he can, he can, you know, move on. Cause it's like, we're going into the, now the phase of just sell, sell mm. players, trim down the squad yep. and see who we can sort of start shifting. Yeah. Well also, can we get his wages off our books as well? Yeah. Like they're big. He's probably the most, the highest paid player at the club now. Cause he was like just below Kane or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, cause he was on like 200 grand a week or something. Holy so hell. he could possibly still be the highest paid player. Mm, that'd be worth looking up. Yeah. That would be. Oh, well, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, there were a few um, very close calls with United almost scoring. And I saw some of the fun police on Twitter being like, it's only second game and they, they played badly and blah, 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 and they almost scored. But like, if you think about how many times we have gone somewhere, lost 3-1, but had, you know, hit the post three times and had a penalty call that didn't go our way. And it's like, that's just, this is just the one time where it kind of went out, went out, worked out. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And also we hit the post a couple of times too. Yeah, exactly. So, hmm. <laughs> uh, but like if, let's say if Manu scored those chances or scored the penalty, Mm. Uh, obviously that would change the f entire fabric of the whole game. Yeah. But overall, like we dominated the game. Yeah. Like did. it can't be a, a thing of like, well, we were kind of lucky to, mm -hmm. yeah. lucky to get out of that one mm -hmm. with the win. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's no argument there. Yeah. Like, um, on the penalty that was not, what did you think? Penalty. Every day of the week, <laughs> it's a penalty. <laughs> like I it's clear. Couldn't believe that it <laughs> That it didn't happen. I, I watched, um, was it Spain, Sweden in the Women's World Cup, the semi? Uh, yeah. Yep. And there was a, a penalty that was called in that game where the Swedish defender's arm was even closer to their body. <laughs> yeah. And it got called the penalty. I was like, holy hell, because I don't, I do not understand the rules of this game, <laughs> like how, 
how was it not? Do you know? Is there any reason? Oh, I've no idea. Like, yeah, th- they must have just thought his hand was in a natural position. Yeah, but it's like it's like here. Mm. Like I, I was like here. I was like penalty. Yeah, and you can't like you'd be annoyed by the penalty, obviously, mm. but you're not annoyed by the decision if they gave a penalty. Yeah, because like ah, yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, but I couldn't believe it when they mm. kept playing on. Yeah, uh, I was like, okay, they're going to call it back. They're going to call it back. It's going to be a monitor at least, or like yeah. And they're like, well, cleared. Did something happen in the build-up before the penalty that they looked at and then decided, mm, now we can't give the penalty because of this? Or not that I saw. Like I'm I'm dumbfounded as to why that wasn't given yeah. as a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when and I know they're different rules, but the Bournemouth game, I still don't think that's a penalty from Son's no. challenge there. Yeah. So something that so soft in the Bournemouth game, I was like, mm. all right, maybe they're going to be real strict with penalties this season, um, regardless of what, however they, whatever the infringement is. Mm. But then to see that happen, I was just like, uh, yeah, uh, okay. Bizarre. Okay. Something's going on here. Yeah. Some yeah. sort of Scooby-Doo business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so there's a, uh, uh, I can't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> the, the old man who runs the uh, water park, yeah, he's got in and filled the whole VAR system with water. Yeah. So looking at underwater, it's all blurred. Yeah, it's all blurred. They can't tell. <laughs> uh, that's what I assume happened. Yeah, I anyway. think that's probably the most accurate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Can yeah. we also just have a, a brief moment, um, not of silence, but maybe perhaps of um, laughter for um, Mauricio Pochettino's Chelsea? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked in. I love that they lost to a, what was it, 10-man West Ham? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so good. And, again, when you talk about fun police online, yeah. you see some people going, oh, Chelsea are still going to get better. They'll be challenging next season. This hmm. is just like early stuff. And it's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Like, yeah. like we have to enjoy these moments. Exactly. Of seeing, like, this billion-pound Mm. project uh and and pochettino going back there yeah and like running his mouth yeah saying a lot of things he didn't have to say yeah um and like he could have still endeared himself to the chelsea fans by being like oh chelsea it's a big club blah 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 i'm excited like, to be here yeah yeah one of the greatest clubs in english football <laughs> the best in english the best in london the yeah. best <laughs> what are like, you doing shut up potch so oh. every single time that they lose uh that is going to just feel really just really nice and sweet. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw what's the dude that they signed for a quadrillion dollars? The winger for and the contract is over like eight years or ten years or something. It's not uh, Mudrick, the Ukrainian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw so many posts on Twitter that were like, "Only eight more years to go, guys." <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's like. It's like, it's going to be really challenging if one of their big players flops mm-hmm. and they're on, because the players aren't taking a cut to be on a long deal. Yeah. They're not going to go, oh yeah, just pay me 20,000 pounds a week over, mm. yeah, that's fine. It's like, it's big money. Yeah. And yeah. so if someone doesn't work out there to then shift them on, mm-hmm. like they're going to be like, well, I'll go, fine. I'll go to the Saudi league, mm. but... You know, I've still got seven years left on my contract. Yeah, so you got to pay that out. So you got to pay that out. Yeah. Or I need a new deal that matches that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or, you know, imagine a situation where the club want to sell them and they're like, no, no, I don't care. Yeah. I'm happy could... to just sit on the bench or not even on the bench. I'm happy to train with the under 21s. I don't care. They could pull the Winston Bogard. Yeah. Um. Okay, and again, it happened at Chelsea. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, before all this went down. But yeah, it's so funny to be like, all right, no, I'm not moving anywhere because mm. I'm never getting anywhere near this amount of money. Yeah. So I'll just train with the juniors mm. for three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mental. I I love, I love, love, love that they lost the way that they did. I love that. I, any argument where it's like, oh, but Chelsea are going to get better. They're, you know, next season they're going to be really good. It's like, if we go off the track record, if they are like this you know, and they maybe get a little bit better, but nothing impressive, he'll get fired. Like, yeah. there won't be a next season. There's no, like, they'll be crap this year, but good next year. It's like, no, no. Yeah. We haven't seen with Bowley so far that it's like, well, he's he gives managers time. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gives them time. He gives them less time. <laughs> <laughs> less time than what, like, you know, yeah, Abramovich was just always talked about, like, so ruthless with managers, mm. you'll fire them, this, that, and everything else. And Todd Bowley's just, <laughs> yeah. it's like, unbelievable. Yeah. It's bananas. But also that he's hired project managers. Yeah. Which is, you know, at least Abramovich was ruthless, but he was always hiring a win-now manager. Yeah. And then they stopped winning and he'd fire them. Whether this is <laughs> hiring something. Like, so it'll take a while to implement the system. Yeah, yeah. I love a project. I yeah. love a project. Why did you wink? <laughs> I love a project. I love a project. It's, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll sign you on a 23-year contract. That's how much I believe in the project. Yeah. You don't think crypto was a project? Yeah, yeah. Once, once. Well, come on, come on. I'm used to this. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a business guy. <laughs> I wonder because I would be really worried if I was a Chelsea fan, but I'm not. So I'm not worried at all, and I hope it all blows up. But that if Todd Bowley decided that he was like, yeah, actually, I'm done, and you're stuck with all these players on all these huge contracts, yeah, like it could properly kill the club. Oh, massively. Like, if he was to, like, let's say him and, uh, is it Clear Lake or Everlake? Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever lake, uh, mm -hmm. whatever, like, social, it's not a social club, whatever, <laughs> capital, whatever it is, the, yeah. the investment company there. If they do go, we want out of this, suddenly, obviously, they're going to be looking for, you know, four or five billion, however much they bought the club for. Mm. Plus, like you say, there's, like, hundreds of million on top of that for these long-term deals yeah, that something has to happen to. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a rule of like, oh, owners change, so contracts don't apply anymore. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had my fingers crossed the whole time. <laughs> like, you're going to be stuck with all these players that might not have any sell-on value mm. or very limited or they might not want to go or like, yeah, it feels very dangerous what they're doing. Yeah. And like we, as Spurs fans, we talk about like, pressure to get back in the Champions League and do this mm. and that. But that's just really for fans' expectations of wanting to win something and yeah. buy some more players or things like that. Whereas Chelsea, like, they need to get back into the Champions League. Mm. Otherwise, they are in serious financial trouble. Yeah. And if they don't start regularly, like, qualifying for Champions League now, big problems. Yeah, big problems. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> well, that's terrible. But I mean, the league's going to shit anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Newcastle are now hosting Saudi friendly, so it's yeah. Who cares? It's, who cares? It's not going to blow up in five years. And yeah. There's not going to be a Premier League. There'll only be Tottenham Hotspur left and Ange. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be it. We win by default. Is well, the yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Still a win. God, I bet you that's what's going to happen. The year that we win the league, we'll actually be the best club. Yeah. But something will happen that will be like. Asterix, asterix win. Um, yeah. There'll be like 10 clauses to that asterix. It's mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, but like Man City lost and they didn't get a penalty in this game and then they drew it in Liverpool away and then you probably would have won that and then da 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 and it'd be this just long thing. It's like, just let us have it. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Let us have it. Yeah. Or, yeah, City finally get to done for all their uh, financial fair play violations or yeah. Chelsea get done or whatever and it makes then then we win the league and it will be like oh, yeah we were the best anyway um did you want to do the questions yeah so we've got a few questions uh yeah. that we've had come in um recently mm. uh kind of and centric yeah which is good because we uh we love edge yeah we love edge and we're experts on it yeah we just because we're Australian, we are experts we are, on edge. We, yeah, we, we are experts. I've been to South Melbourne. Have you? Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that probably the first one to start with is, how surreal is it for you that Ange is our manager, which plays into this? Uh, are you still finding it surreal or? It's just real. It's just real? It's not surreal. It's real. Like, it's just real, bro. It's like, real, bro. <laughs> he worked his ass off. He got there. He's an Aussie battler. Yeah. So what? That makes it surreal to you that a guy worked hard? No. Um, it is surreal. <laughs> like, every time I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels very much like we have a normal human in That's a That's what's so weird, I think. I yeah. Know. Not only that it's Ange, but also uh, a human being. Yeah. <laughs> As a manager. Yeah. Well, we've gone from just having these giant like caricatures of like, mm. 
um, saying, you know, very kind of outrageous thing. And like, um, yeah, very egotistical, yeah. let's say, mm. um, to having someone like that. It's like, I still find it very bizarre. I can't quite wrap my head around it. And it's so great that we've gone for this decision. Yeah. And I, I do think that, um, as some others have been saying, it's like the last couple of appointments have been made to kind of appease Kane mm-hmm. of like, don't worry, Harry, we'll win something soon. We'll, we'll yeah. get in Jose. Oh, that didn't work out. We'll get in Conte. Oh, yeah. don't, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like with Harry going and then us actually going back to a manager who's uh, not in that win now mentality mm. uh, and is actually going to like build a squad together cohesively. Yeah. Uh, it's that also feels surreal. Yeah. Because it's like, I love that we're doing that, but we just haven't done that for a few years. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think you bang on there. I think yeah. you bang on. Yeah. All right, next question. Coming in, uh, Sammy Z on the Discord. Um, for an American, what's the difference between yeah, nah, and nah, yeah? Yeah. And uh, so just uh, Doggy's Right Peg was the, the previous uh, oh. question. We want to give you a little shout out. Yeah, thank you, you Doggy's Right Peg. Um, but yeah, the, the difference between yeah, nah, and nah, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like it's, ask me, ask me a question. Uh, uh, do you want to get a hot dog? Yeah, nah. <laughs> do you want to get a hot dog? Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah. So the second one, I'm like, this guy's unhinged. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what they are, I mean, you might have a theory on it, is it's like, um, it's an acknowledgement of what the person said in showing them empathy and showing that you've listened. Mm-hmm. And then the second bit of it is uh, the response. So if you, if someone said, um, uh, yeah, God, it's terrible how much money is in the league and it's sort of making things to the point of being almost like a parody of a sporting event. Um, and you wanted to agree with them. You might go, don't you think it's, don't you think it's, um, it's terrible? Wait, now I'm, I'm confusing myself. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like a, I'm accepting something that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. a bad thing. I think it's the initial of like, do you initially agree with what the other person has said or mm. disagree? Yeah. And then you're going to flip it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like if it's like a nah, yeah, nah, yeah sounds really. It's like, a, um, we don't want that, do you? Nah, yeah. That's, it's like, yeah. no, I don't. And yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Nah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like, yeah, mm. that's, that's where it will be used. Yeah. Whereas like the, um. I keep on looking because I'm. Fu- it's confusing, uh, but yeah, nah is like that's very much like you say. It's like uh, anything you say, yeah, nah. Now yeah. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> nah. Yeah, or or someone being like, you don't, you don't want, you don't like chocolate. Yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying you're right. I don't like chocolate, and no, I don't want any. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I think. Very very confusing. Yeah, sure is. Um, but there's a lot of like yeah buts. Yeah, but. Because, yeah, but is the very, like, the that's, like, hanging up, like, on the mantle of, like, the pretend to agree with someone but mm. disagree hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. but, you know, yeah, you're right. But here's exactly why you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm going to tear you to shreds. Yeah, exactly. What I think is actually happening here. Yeah. Um, cool question. Answer. Ranfei yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, asks, what sort of Australian phrases or sayings can we expect to hear from Big Ange in the future? And which player will struggle the most to understand them, but be too afraid to ask. There's a layered question. Wow. There is lots of, this is, I love this question. So many moving pieces. Um, what will we hear from Ange? We're getting a lot of mate at the moment, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Look, mate. Yeah. He always uses it aggressively. (laughs) It's not like mate. It's mate. The thing what I'm trying to, it's always like a dressing So Ange, are you going to bring in some more transfers and spend some money? Mate. I'm not going to be answering questions about that. <laughs> it's the opposite of mate. It's literally the subtext of it is dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, mate, the transfer window does, the market doesn't work like that, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's lit so, he uses it in such an aggressive way. Yeah. Um, what other Australianisms um, would Big Ange say? Well, I don't really know any. Yeah, I feel it's like. Too hard to. Whilst he's Australian, mm. he's also not like. Your your crocodile Dundee like yeah. outback like Australian like, um, oh yeah Madison's heel oh Madison's foot oh she'll be right she'll be right can someone pass us the dead horse tomato sauce know what I mean copper 
Oh, chuck us out with your beer lifters over yeah, there. Yeah, go on, mate. Go on. Yeah, she'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> he might say cobber. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I heard him say cobber. I love that. Out of everything, cobber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, cobber. Yeah. <laughs> that's, see, that's when he, uh, when he disagrees with the question asked. It's like, mm. nah, mate, it doesn't really, blah, blah, blah. But when mm. he agrees, like, yeah, all right, cobber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good on you, gov. <laughs> yeah. I, I lot like it's very hard to know what Australian when you're in it. Yeah. Like, do we use them? I don't know. I'm sure we must. Yeah. But we're just not that aware of it. Right. Mm, yeah. I think to me the mate is the we're gonna keep saying mate. Mm -hmm. Um and but yeah, even though we say like the mate, he uses it aggressively, he also uses it with like disappointed but also really wants to help them try and understand. Yeah, true. As well. So it's like a complex thing of like yeah, mate. Like, there's. A, don't ask me the question, but yeah. come on, mate. Like, yeah, do better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. It's or or it's like, mate. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough out here for us, cobbers. <laughs> <laughs> so in the changing room, that's what he's going to be saying to the team. Like, yeah. All right, cobbers, get in. All right, cobbers, get in. All right, Billy lids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be some interchange between like him, Yedinak. And well, I mean, Mun when Mun finally yeah. shows up. Mm. Um, I wonder if they do have their little Aussie club, like in the training ground. <laughs> There's a little room. That <laughs> Aussie they... club. <laughs> We're just going Aussie club, boys. <laughs> Give us a home amongst the gum trees. What's <laughs> <laughs> the plum trees? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I would love for him to sit down at a. That's playing on repeat. In <laughs> yeah, the room. yeah, and they just go in there and go. Oh, that's <laughs> better. Let it wash over you, boys. Um. I want him to sit down at a press conference and say, um, there was a man from Ironbark and do that. What's that? Po who wrote that poem? Banjo Patterson. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and just do the entire poem and then stand up and leave. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, would, that would be great. Like mm. there's probably some deeper Australian cuts that we don't even know of that might come out with him. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Like all ones before our time that he might reference. Yeah. God, do you remember Gallipoli? <laughs> Talks about Gallipoli all the time. Yeah. Dude, you weren't even alive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, Gallipoli, Jesus Christ. Gallipoli. War's never good, but you know, <laughs> we must remember. It seems like that some that comes up like Anzacs at some stage in something whenever an Australian person yeah, is like leading something and true. they try and channel that. But mm -hmm. um I feel like that's probably something that the rest of the, the team probably wouldn't really get. I mean it was a world war. Well, they'd get that part. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it was a very specific reference about Yeah. Um, some probably older Australian culture. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Who would be the what? With the question asked, who struggled the most to understand? Let's just say his Australian nature, but be too afraid to ask. Uh, oh, see, I don't want to put it down to just like a language barrier type thing. Yeah, but I would say he's just so warm and inviting, and like, yeah, I can't. I think this question, if I may. Um, what, who's it? I can't read. Ramfey. Ramfey. Great question. But if I may, you know, positioning one of the players as being too timid to ask for clarification puts you kind of in a hard spot yeah. rather than just not understanding. Cause then you've got to think of someone like who we say is going to be like, and I think they're weak and scared. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like, are there any, I don't know, skip, skip maybe, but yeah. no. Yeah. I feel like all the younger players are going to have like a very kind of fatherly relationship with, mm. with Edge. Whereas maybe some of the older players. Yeah. I was going to say heel, but that doesn't fit in with that. Um, and that's a language thing cause his English isn't great, but, um, yeah. La Celso. But again, I don't know. Yeah. I think that what I have liked so far is that all players are really speaking of Edge so positively. Yeah. Like. Uh, and like you doggy and, and, and players from different backgrounds, mm. um, and who speak different languages, mm. like your doggy spoken very positively about Edge, Basuma's spoken really positively about Edge. Yeah. Um, and I think who else, like maybe Madison as well. And Son, like, I think I love that just like everyone is speaking so, so mm. like wholesomely. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's weird as well in his press conferences that he praises players. Like he'd be like, yeah. oh, so-and-so had a great game and. That hasn't been the case for, yeah. you know, 
three years or something. So and it's like, hang on, wait, when's he going to talk about who's really shit? Today? Yeah, when's he going to talk about how it was all him? Yeah, <laughs> when's that coming? <laughs> when's he going to just position it so so poorly? <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I think that, look, that does it for the questions. Yeah, uh, yeah. Were these the questions? Because yeah. before we recorded, you said you had some questions for me. Oh, my question for you was mainly about like, I love your beanie. Where did that come from? My beanie. I got it from a football shop, um, and I'm not going to say the name of the football shop because I'm about to slag them off. Because um, it has the worst vibe okay. of any store <laughs> I've ever been into. It was horrendous. Yeah. I walked in, and this guy was like. I'm so glad you reminded me of this. Yeah. The door greeter was like, hey, man, how you going? Just letting you know we've got, um, we've just recently got all the Inter Milan kits in. We've got the third Inter Milan kit. That's right down the back. Check that out. We've got the new Manchester United third kit. Real nice. And I was like, do you have the Tottenham away kit? And he was like, no. <laughs> and then I said as a joke, well, surely you'd want to get the away kit before you start buying third kits for other. And he was like, yeah, but. True, but like the, you know, that third kit's so nice. The man you want got to, ch and I was like, who, who? I've just asked you for a Tottenham kit. Do you think I'm then going to be like, I'll oh, get the Manchester United uh, third kit instead? Yeah. <laughs> Why would I do that? Yeah. It was so weird. Anyway, a weird whole, upsell there. It was a weird upsell. Whole <laughs> environment was bizarre. Um, I had to have a shower when I got home, but I did get this beanie from there, and it was randomly just on a shelf. The only one there. Yeah. And it's uh, called Spurs Korean Beanie. That's what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it said on the tag. Because it looks amazing. Because like what I what I do love is like more kind of what I would say like uh, streetwear, casual mm. wear for Spurs stuff. That So if you're going out like, for example, what I'm wearing now is just a giant Spurs Nike top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that. Mm. Um, but it, it's just I've never seen that before. And I was like, Neither this I. Is, is there like an underground market with like, all this just incredible like Spurs gear that mm. is never up on the club shop, and it's just you gotta you gotta dig in some crate somewhere. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. And then they make one of each. Um, yeah, well, because that was to me the shirt you're wearing was the standard of like, okay, this is not so garish that I could not wear this. Yeah, like this is, but hopefully, the new standard is uh, some real nice uh, off white. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Ripped off, off sleeves. Yeah, like, yeah. I would love if the guy at this store was saying to you like, oh, so to, sorry to someone else. Mm. Like, oh, you're in here. You want the man you awake it? Mm. Have you tried the Spurs career beanie? Yeah, yeah. But that's literally, it was so <laughs> random that it was like, yeah, do you want the man you awake it? Oh, I'm guessing you really want that Jamaica uh, men's awake kit yeah. for the World <laughs> Cup. Uh, the last one that was, uh, yeah, there was the Korean beanie. It was like, what? Yeah. Surely people are going into this shop because they support a team or they're buying gear to play and they're not going to be like, God, I could just buy it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't know where to go. What's yeah, the... Yeah. God, oh, I'm, I'm going to max out my credit card yeah. in here with all these shirts. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I feel like I could be tempted if there was, if you did walk in and there was, I don't know, some, some French team or something like, mm. or like Wolfsburg had this like sweet third kit or something. You might, and it was on discount. Yeah. You might go like, oh, okay. I could just kind of rock that as a random kit to sort mm. of wear. Yeah. But like when it's like one of the sort of main clubs, especially one in the same league. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you got any Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, uh, yeah, West Ham yeah, stuff? West Ham, any of those? <laughs> any Can you sew together a combo kit for me? Yeah. Do <laughs> you have any uh, Liverpool, Everton, uh, United City, any of those? Maybe that, that would be like, you often see people at, uh, online like starting up football related business things. And it's yeah. like, it's either like, uh, like beer coasters of, of players and things like that, or like artwork to hang up. Mm. Like maybe we do need to establish like a combo kit company where it's like people have to buy, you have to pay for the two separate kits that you want or two or more <laughs> yeah, and then send them to us. We will then cut them up, sew them together <laughs> and then send you back your combo kit. God damn it. That would be. Just the most appalling business to be a part of. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing? Someone's like, some like rich billionaire's like, yeah, I've got like, I want to have the most, the, the, the most number of kits you've ever put in a combo kit. <laughs> yeah. Like every stripe, like on a normal is a different kit. Yeah. Like the world's most expensive football shirt, 20 grand, mm -hmm. 200 clubs kits. <laughs> All sewed together. Sewed in together. <laughs> And because it's us, and I don't think either of us have much no. sewing ability, it's all just really shoddily it's done. It's terribly well. done. Doesn't line up properly, like cuts into your neck yeah, on one side. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's something we can continue to discuss. Yeah. Uh, jump on the Patreon. Uh, jump on the Patreon. Give us uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> give us some funding towards that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll start up combo kits. Combo you... kits. We'll start up combo kits. Yeah. And all of them will have 666 <laughs> Scooby-Doo on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to A Bit Spursy. I've been Barney. I've been Dan. And come on, you Spurs. You've been listening to A Bit Spursy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us at hello at a bit And subscribe via your usual podcast platforms.